Campus Connect Radio is an expression of the International Christian Student Group at Ben Gurion University. Hey everyone, welcome to Campus Connect Radio. Welcome everyone. We are really happy to be here. Um, we are, I'm Anthony. And I'm Emeka. And we're your hosts. And uh, we are from the International Christian Student Group at Ben Gurion University. We are called Campus Connect. And um, we know as international students, it can be very difficult being far from home. And as Christians, it's often hard to be away from our Christian community. So today our goal is to encourage you through music and Bible study and, and some interviews. And so we're going to really get into it and hopefully it's going to be fun for you. What to expect today? We're going to, uh, first of all, begin with a song. Then I'm going to interview Emeka. Since we're the host, we thought in the first couple episodes we'd like you to get to know us a little bit. And then we'll have a discussion um, from the Bible in the book of Acts, chapter 1. And so then we'll finish out with one more song. So um, it's going to be a fun show. We're glad you're here with us. And um, the first part of our show is the song Wake, Waymaker. And Emeka, this song has some interesting story, right? What, what is this? Yeah. What, what is this song about? Yeah, so um, what a lot of people don't know about the song. Um, so Waymaker was originally written and sung by a Nigerian artist. I'm Nigerian, by the way. Um, so her name is Sinach, and she wrote the song a couple of years back, and it has had like a, above 100 million views on YouTube. So now it's a really popular song, and we have different versions of the song. So today we will be singing the version by Lee Land. Did I get the name right? Yeah, yeah so. sure. Yeah, so just sit back and enjoy. And yeah. You are here Moving in our midst I worship you I worship you you are here working in this place i worship you i worship you so we say way maker miracle worker promise keeper light in the darkness my god that is who you are so we say you way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are here, touching every heart. I worship you, I worship you. You are here, healing every heart. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, turning lives around. I worship you. I worship you. You are here. Mending every heart I worship you I worship you 
miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are, and we say way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are, that is who you are. 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 Take it, sing along with us now. Say, Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. We say, Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. 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 Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. A waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper. Not in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper. Darkness, my God, that is who you are. 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 All right. That's church right there. Yeah, man. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thanks for joining in, you guys. So, um, so as I mentioned, we want to interview Emika. Emika is my co-host. Hey, hi everyone again. And um, so, why don't you just tell us where you're from? You know, and um, how did you end up at BGU? Okay, I think that question: How did I end up at BGU? I don't think I was also know the answer, <laughs> but I'll just start. <laughs> we'll start somewhere. So, my name is Emeka. I'm from Nigeria. Um. PhD researcher at Ben Gurion University. I'm studying in communications theory, which is a branch of electrical engineering, telecommunications engineering. So how did I end up in BGU? I First, checked around. Where did you start? When did I start? Where did you start from? Where are you from? Okay, I'm from Nigeria. I had my first degree in Ghana. What's your, where, which part of Nigeria? I live in Lagos. Okay. In the like a city place. area. That's the yeah. busiest. One of the busiest cities in Africa, actually. Yeah, so I thought it was like too busy for me. I was also looking for a place to run to and hide my head somewhere. But Lagos is fun. 
it's fun. Yeah. Nice. So, so I went to Ghana for my first degree, where I studied telecommunications engineering, and I was there for four years. Then moved to England, where I had my first degree, my master, my second degree. Sorry, my master's in mobile communications, which is the same thing. Yeah. Then I find I'm here in Israel, studying a PhD. Wow. Still in communications engineering. <laughs> yeah. So, are you good at communicating? Well, I think I'm I'm good at fixing the technical aspects of communicating. Well, well that's it, cool. Yeah. Um, what do you do? What is the focus of your research then? Like, what what exactly? Uh... Okay, so this current research I'm doing is quite different from what I did in my first two years. It's because my first year was more of the hardware of communications, like antenna designs and the rest of that. But what I'm doing here in Ben Gurion has to do with the it's like the statistics of communication. Mm. So it's a lot of physics and probability. So like it's a deep study of uh, communications theory. That's the mm. word, communication, communications theory, the background aspects of it, the underlying, the defining work of what we have in industries. So I'm just doing more of the study, the mathematical parameters. And yeah, 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 yeah. It might be boring for you guys listening, so... <laughs> But that's yeah. Well, so, so, but this stuff is 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 deals with how we actually communicate in the modern world, right? I mean, we're talking yes. about uh, cell phone communication yes. and, and stuff like this, yes. right? So, for in order to make these things work in the industry, we have to know how we model voice signals. Mm. So, my work deals with how we model human communication signals and how we um, the how we evaluate the capacity, the rate distortion for signal compression, signal wow. storage and communication. So I'm dealing more on the channel coding and source coding work, which is a lot of, yeah. So it's a lot of information theory mm. that defines what we find in industries in the whole fabrications and all. Yeah. That's cool. And what do you like to do outside of your academic life? Mm. I'm someone who loves to unwind. I love to think. So like anything that just gives me an opportunity to just relax, think, reflect. And okay. also, so sometimes I find myself cooking and I could spend like two hours or three hours on just a pot of pasta. The idea is not because of the food, but just the time I have to just yeah think whilst I do other things. So I love time for myself. I love to watch movies. I love singing. I think singing is, if singing was, <laughs> okay, I don't think I should say that, <laughs> but like singing is like, <laughs> It's my addiction sometimes. Like, I think my housemates should get tired of hearing me sing in the shower and everything. I love making music. I love writing. I love, yeah. I love just looking at the artistic ways of expressing how I feel. So, through acting and just exploring other opportunities and ways I could do these things. Yeah. Well, I can say I love your voice. I love singing with you. I think it's really fun fun. to have have you around. So, that's really cool. And, and so one of the aspects of, of singing that we do together has to do with faith. So how did, how did you end up in a, a faith? In faith. Uh, how, did, how did faith come into your life? How did faith? I think faith has always been in the picture because I grew up in the Christian home. So with um, my parents are believers in Jesus. And uh, for me, I think I was used to just being at the background. But I think where I had to make the decision was when I was 16. Uh. Cause I had like challenges, like teenage life, <laughs> and yeah. also like I had to make um, some pretty deep decisions, and that was with entering the university. So in Nigeria, the the pattern to the path to get into university is quite rigorous. You have to write like different exams. Once you get qualified, you pass a cutoff mark, you go into the university, and you could write like at least three exams before you get into the university. 
So I was a bit scared then. So I decided, okay, let me let me try and do it the way I've watched people do. Let me pray about it. Mm. Talk to God about it. Sure. But but along the line, praying out of my fears to excel, I I got something deeper than what I needed. What, what I was asking for, I was praying for excellence, but I got friendship. Mm. Like I got to realize I can actually talk to God and God listens and God cares. Wow. He cares so much more than just what I need, but he cares so much about everything. So like at that point, I learned to trust him with my weaknesses. Mm. Like there's a lot of things I realized, look, academics is good. It's going to come and it's going to go. But there's something about relationship, knowing that there's someone you can talk to. And that helped me deal with a lot of struggles I had in my teenage years. Mm. So that's how I found myself in faith. At, at that point, I, I, that, was, that point made the distinction between hiding behind the faith of my parents and having my own belief that, look, I have tried and I know that. There's actually someone, a God who listens. Yeah. yeah. So it became really personal for you. It became and, and tangible for me. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's amazing. So, so, so you became really a follower of Jesus for yourself at a, around uh, the age 16. of 16. Yeah, I remember. And you ended up here. Now, now you're here with us in Ben-Gurion University. In ben -Gurion. So, so how do you feel God prepared you for coming to study here at Ben-Gurion? Hmm. To study at Ben-Gurion. I think everything that happened in my life before has prepared me. And I think even right now, this moment is preparing me for something in the future. Yeah. We are always moving through a path. And sometimes we don't see until we get there and we look back and realize some of those experiences in the past actually prepared me for now. Mm. And so for those times, I didn't know he was preparing me for anything. But one thing I could tell was experiences of meeting different people through the different countries I went. Like just these three countries I've seen, I've been able to understand culture. Wow. And especially amongst the faith of like, people who still believe in Yeshua, but from different countries. And mm -hmm. seeing how we could express our love. There's this unity in diversity. We are different, but yet we still speak the same language of love. So it made me able to kind of understand, not just even within faith, but outside faith, with relating with people, communication in that aspect, just being able to understand people and, yeah, just understand different cultures. That's and cool. And be open, yeah. Yeah. That's one. Because that's very important here in Israel, having an openness for other cultures, because there's so many different cultures there's who are so here. There's so many here, yes. And we've seen that, I mean, you know, in our, in our student Bible study, we have so many different kinds of people. And we have a few of those joining us right now as we move to our yeah. discussion in the book of Acts. So we, we'd love to say hi to two of our special guests today. We have David. Hello, everybody. Hi. Where are you from, David? I'm actually from Israel. From Be'er Sheva. Okay. And uh, where are your roots from? So my parents made an aliyah from Russia. Mm. All right. Yeah. So originally from Russia. So we're thankful that you're here joining us today. And, and, and Hepzibah is with us. Hi, all. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. And where are you from? I'm from India. All the way from India to study at Ben-Gurion University in Israel. Yeah. That's to study here. <laughs> wow. That is so cool. Yeah. Which part of India? India is huge, by the way. Uh, I'm from south part of India, Tamil Nadu. We speak Tamil. Okay. Wonderful. So we're going to dig right in here and we're going to look into the book of Acts, which is um, it's right after the stories of Jesus. So, so in the Bible, in the New Testament, we have four books that start it, which are the Gospels. And those books tell different perspectives of the story of Jesus' life. And then right after that, we have this book of Acts, which, which explains how the stories of Jesus came out from Jerusalem and went to the whole rest of the world. And so 
So Hepzibah is going to be our reader today. And uh, it would be great, Hepzibah, if you could just please read for us um, Acts chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. Acts chapter 1, 1 to 11. In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven. After giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen, after his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to, the, to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem, and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, Why do you stand here looking into the sky? The same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. All right. Thank you. Beautiful. So um, this first section, it, it's, it appears to be some kind of letter. I mean, Luke is saying, in my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and teach. So Emeka, what is this? Uh, who's the writer here? I mean, who, who's writing this? Okay, so for a brief background, um, the book of Acts was written by Luke. And Luke is... He wrote the book of Acts as well as one of the Gospels, which is the Gospel of Luke. So if we see from the first verse, he says, in my former book, he was referring to the Gospel. And the Gospels also is the four Gospels, which includes the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They, these Gospels give details of the life of Jesus up until his death and his resurrection. So now what we have here, you just ask yourself this question, what would it be if you had the Bible without the book of Acts? Um, you, you just jump all through the Gospels and you go to Paul talking about sending, moving from Jerusalem to Rome and all of that. And you, the question that comes to mind is, who is this Paul? Where did he come from? How did the Gospel move all the way from Jerusalem to where it is and up to where it is at this point? So the book of Acts gives us answers to these questions. Mm. And Luke was a doctor? Yeah. yeah. So he was a doctor. And the, this detail is given in the book of Acts, actually archaeologically proven to be accurate. And also to contain details from eyewitnesses. So it's not just something someone writing out of the blues. These have been proven historically. Yeah. So that's one of the interesting questions. And one of the things that is written here that Hepzibah just read for us beautifully is that uh, it says that Jesus presented himself to them after his suffering and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. So. So, what are these proofs that, that Jesus is talking about? I mean, we have, um, you know, 
really the story of Jesus depends upon this idea that he rose from the dead. If Jesus didn't rise from the dead, well, then we don't have anything to believe in as, as Christians, you know? So, so yeah. as followers of Jesus, if Jesus just died, well, he was a nice teacher, but, but he was also kind of crazy because he said a lot of, he promised that he would come back to life. And, and so, so his teaching is, has less value. But at this point, you know, we're looking back and saying, Jesus rose from the dead. So how do, how do we know that? Mm. What do you guys think? Well, we can see through here that they, there's witnesses, people that actually saw Yeshua after he rose again. So we can see that people that actually met him after coming back to the grave and seeing that it was empty, right? Yeah. So this is like a beautiful picture saying, whoa, it's not just some made-up story. There's actually people who seen it and wrote it. Mm. For me, it's uh, very encouraging to know that the people actually didn't invent it from themselves, but actually saw him. Yeah. Mm. And so as we're looking at the four, those four Gospels, those first four books, each of them include different descriptions from different perspectives. So there's like four eyewitnesses that are talking about Jesus' resurrection. Um, and, you know, in any court today, well, we're, we're, it's, things are proven by witnesses. And so in these books, we have the, the textual witnesses of, of Jesus' life. And so um, the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians, he gives a list of these kind of witnesses. And so, so Hepzibah is going to read that for us in, from 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 3 to 8. For what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Scaphus and then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, he appeared to me also as to one abnormally born. Wow. So we have this, uh, this list of people who saw Jesus afterward, after he was raised from the dead. And then one of the most interesting things is that the, the guys who were telling the stories about Jesus, that he rose from the dead, all were willing to die for that, for that yeah. fact. So, for example, um, Luke himself, according to tradition, was... Uh, was um, hung on an olive tree in Greece. This guy who wrote the book we're reading right now. Some of the other disciples. Matthew was beheaded. Um, the Apostle Paul, who we just heard from, was beheaded in Rome. There were guys who were killed with arrows, who were run through with spears. And um, the, the, these people were all willing to die for their faith in Jesus. So that you would think that if it was a lie, they'd say, oh no, it was, I'm just kidding. He didn't act, we didn't see him alive. But they're saying, no, we saw him alive and we're willing to die for it. Yeah, it's beautiful seeing that they were eyewitnesses. It's not like a propaganda that they were manipulated to believe. They saw those things. And I think what I love about the scripture in First Corinthians where it talks about him revealing himself to 500 people. Ah. That's a huge number. of, And these guys actually do spread and they tell this testimony. So they're, mm. the eyewitnesses actually, are, are, this is, it's significant. Yeah. But I also like that Paul is talking about uh, according to the scriptures right here, which is also something that you can also see from the scripture itself, right? From the Old Testament, you can read and see that God already talked about it. 
the Messiah gonna suffer and he's gonna rise up from the death. And you actually can see also uh, proofs from the scripture itself, which mm. also support this whole idea of Jesus yeah. is alive. Yeah. Cool. So it's cool. It's really cool. And it's really encouraging to us. It gives us this feeling of certainty that our faith is based on a historical it's event. Amen. Yeah. It's not just some uh, made some, up story, <laughs> some, you know, nice uh, fairy tale yeah. or something. So anyway, we're, if we look in, in verses six through eight now, we're going to keep moving through this passage quickly. Um, the disciples are coming and they see that Jesus is raised from the dead. They come to him and they say, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? And so they were basing this on this prophecy in the, in the Old Testament, in the Tanakh. And, and uh, you know, this idea that the Messiah would come and restore the kingdom of Israel. And at this time, the, the Jewish people were under the oppression of the Romans. The Romans had control over the area. They wanted to get out from under that. And, you know, there was all kinds of trouble that people had and people killed and all kinds of things that were horrible. They wanted to get out and be um, an uh, independent nation from out from under the Romans. So, so they had this hope for that. And, and really that was based in a scriptural idea from the Hebrew Bible. And so... Um, Hepzibah, would you mind reading us that from Jeremiah chapter 23? chapter 23, verse 3 to 6. I myself will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the countries where I have driven them and will bring them back to their pasture, where they will be fruitful and increase in number. I will place shepherds over them who will tend them and they will no longer be afraid or terrified, nor will any be missing, declares the Lord. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, a king who will reign wisely and do what is just and right in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will live in safety. This is the name by which he will be called, the Lord, our righteous Savior. Wow. Powerful. I will gather Israel from all the nations and bring them to this country, and I will make a king over them who will be called the Lord. It's amazing, amazing. Yeah. So, so these guys had this hope, and they believed in that, and they were hoping that Jesus was going to do that right then. They were looking for a savior. They were looking for a a physical earthly kingdom. King, yeah. You know, they wanted they wanted power, and they wanted to get rid of those Romans, and they could see their borders, and they wanted that land for themselves, which is fine because that's what's prophesied to happen. Mm. But Jesus does not answer in the way they expect. And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority. In other words, that is going to happen, but I'm not going to tell you when, and it's not right now. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So Jesus isn't looking only for Israel. Jesus is looking to Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. He wants his message to go out, not to just the Jewish people, but to everywhere. All around. Big and, picture. Yeah, a bigger picture than just, um, than just one physical nation. He's looking for a spiritual kingdom that goes across the entire world. Mm-hmm. And that also comes from the Tanakh. So if we look in the, in the Psalms, there's this, you know, the shortest chapter in the entire Bible is Psalm 117. It is only has two verses. And, and Hepzibah, can you read that for us? Yes. Psalm 117. 
Praise the Lord, all you nations. Extol Him, all you peoples. For great is His love toward us, and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. All right. So all nations, it says. You know, all nations. And so this idea of all the nations praising the God of Israel is really from from the Hebrew Bible. And so so now we have Jesus saying, Hey, you, you know, you guys want the physical kingdom. That's great. But I'm looking for something, something bigger. bigger. And, uh, and so it's quite interesting. So, so then Jesus goes up into the sky and, and he, you know, he just, just disappears. When suddenly two men dressed in white sit beside them as, these, as the disciples are looking up into the sky. And they say, why are you standing here looking at the sky? Jesus will come back. And so we believe that Jesus will come back and fulfill those prophecies of his earthly kingdom Amen. as yeah. the Messiah. But at the same time, while we're waiting for him, he gave us this idea that you need to be my witnesses in all the world. So it's quite interesting um, how Jesus is looking for that, that spiritual kingdom. And, and um, you know, we wait for the Messiah. And, and so, you know, some pe- I have some Jewish friends, you know, and they say, okay, well, we're, the only difference between the two of us is that we're, we're both we're waiting, waiting for the Messiah, but we're waiting for him to come the first time and you're waiting for him to come okay. the second time. Well, you know, um, that's kind of funny, but, but uh, there's some truth to it. So, so we're, we're waiting for the Messiah in the, in the same way. In, in any case, it's really encouraging to see that, that this story of Jesus is an, an accurate historical idea based on historical witnesses and that he rose and, and that he gave us something to do. And so, so it, you know, it mentions here the Holy Spirit. And as we go forward in the book, we're going to hear more about that. But, but that's basically Acts 1 through 11. And um, that's all we're going to cover for the day. Any last points you guys want to make? <clears throat> we talked about the vision, that uh, our vision is uh, limited and physical, but God's is the bigger, the bigger picture, you can say. And I think it's just an encouragement all the others. Maybe there's like a situation we're stuck in right now. We can't see what's going on beyond. But we believe that God sees the bigger picture and he's going to lead us to green pastures, as it says in Psalm 23, right? Mm. So I hope it's going to encourage somebody over there. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Hepsiba. I think the uh, Acts has been true, and we are the witness, because Anthony is from America. America is from Nigeria, Nigeria. and I'm from India, and he's from Russia. So we are from different nations, and the witnesses is true, and we are the witnesses. The, The witness actually did go out to all those nations, and so... So, um, as followers of Jesus, what we say is that Jesus is the king of our spiritual kingdom, you know? And so, that, this song is called King of My Heart, and we want to go ahead and sing this last song as we, um, as we finish up our time here, finish our show together. You are good, good, 
joining in you guys thank you and we are just so uh happy to have our first episode of campus connect radio what do you think emika it's a good really, really good experience yeah feeling Looking good forward to more thank you david thank you guys for having us having me thank, thank you thank you and we'd also really like to thank bgu radio for the opportunity to put this show together and especially boozy our engineer yeah. who's putting everything together Thank you so much. Thank you very much. This is us signing off. Signing off. Have a great week. And uh, see you next time. Ooh, let the light shine with Campus Connect Radio. Campus Connect Radio is an expression of the International Christian Student Group at Ben Gurion University. 